Good morning, everyone. Uh, it is Wednesday, November 8th. This is episode 34 of the Dry Spellcast. Uh, welcome, everyone, to listening, who's right, listening live right now. And thank you, everyone, who will be listening to uh, our podcast later uh, in the week. So it is a wonderful, brisk fall morning out here today in Boise, Idaho. Uh, I feel like winter is just right around the corner. Got snow in the mountains. Probably won't be long until we got snow in the valley. It's a wonderful time of year. Uh, to my left is Matt. He's not here. That's why I'm doing uh, the show. Matt is out of the studio. He is on his way. But don't worry, I have sitting across from me Justin and DJ. They're not here either. Um, I'm alone. Uh, that is that is a first here. I am alone in the studio talking to myself. Might be going a little crazy eventually. Uh, but don't worry, Matt is on his way. He will be here shortly, so you won't have to be listening to me for two solid hours as much as you might want to. As wonderful as that sounds, I don't want to ramble on for two solid hours. So this is uh, the Dry Spell Cast, like I said before. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with us, there are many, many ways to do that. We are on uh, Twitter, at Dry Spell Radio. You can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com and facebook.com slash dryspellradio. Either one of those platforms, you can reach out to us. We will see it. Join the conversation. We will talk about you on live air, if that's a good thing, if you want to be talked about on live air. So yes, feel free to respond to what we're saying, agree with what we're saying, don't agree with what we're saying, bring up conversation. That's what we want. That's what we're here for. Uh, so the next two hours are dedicated to gaming. That's what, we're, that's what we're here for. So be prepared for that. We got some good news on the way. But first, we're going to talk about something a little different. This last weekend, we, uh, Matt, myself, and a couple other guys around the school participated in the uh, Extra Life event, which if anyone does not know what that is, which I was not super familiar with it, it is a uh, charity event where people play video games for long periods of time to raise money for whatever charity they would like. And we did that here at Boise State. Uh, we started it off, Matt, myself, and DJ, who's been on the show a couple times. We started off right at the break of Saturday at 12 a.m., and it was wonderful. We started playing a lot of party games, mostly Jackbox. We actually played all four Jackboxes, and a little bit of Sonic Mania was thrown in there. Till 6 in the morning. It was uh, a wild time. I, I have to say playing games like that for six hours was was tough. About 4.45, all, uh, there's just at that point, just me, myself, and DJ, or no, that's not right, Matt, myself, and DJ, I'm still, I haven't recovered from this night. Uh, we were pretty, starting to get pretty out of it, and we still had to be on there for about, you know, a good another hour, hour and a half, so we persevered, we got through it. It was... It was it was interesting actually. Uh, rolling around about five a.m. was like about the point where I was just like, I am getting really, really tired. 
And we had to make it to six because there was someone else picking up uh, the stream at six. So, yeah, we had uh, multiple people all around the area, I guess, campus, uh, doing little shifts of streaming. So, yeah, we did. We started it off with the 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, I went to sleep for about three, not three hours, about two-ish. Woke up about 9.45, got back on and streamed with Matt uh, some Fortnite Battle Royale for two more hours. Got done with that, took a shower, and then passed out in my bed for a couple hours. So it was, it was an event. It was fun. It was good. It was for the kids. So that was nice. We are, our fundraiser was for the St. Luke's Children's Hospital. So we're giving back to the children because that's what we do. We care about the children. Uh, we raised a little bit of money. Obviously, I don't. We didn't hit our goal, unfortunately. But you know, it was the first year we've attempted to do something like this, and it it worked out pretty well, I think, for the most part. I mean, obviously, we didn't raise our money, but next year we'll probably go off a little better. I mean, I think our biggest concern was getting the streams all together, which I don't think we really had any issues with, and everything pretty well worked out. Hopefully, next year we can get a few more participants so we don't have to have a six-hour block in the beginning of the morning uh yeah so that's what we did this weekend and i was never i haven't recovered yet i'm my sleep and eat, eating schedule is a little messed up but i'm here for you guys so that leads on to what i've been playing i have been playing some assassin's creed origins still I am really, really, really digging this game. It's surprised me how good, how much I like it, and how good the game actually is. I know people have been uh, talking a lot about how it's like copying other games, and it's not an original idea, but it kind of is its own original idea, because I feel like Assassin's Creed was kind of that first game where you could just kind of roam around. Well, I mean, not super open world, but like had its open world elements, even since the beginning, where you can go pick and what objective you want to do and how you, like, how you want to do it and stuff. And people are like comparing it to The Witcher and stuff right now with this new one, considering it is an open world and you can go wherever you want. But it's still got the, the elements of Assassin's Creed that make it great. And look who just walked into the studio. He's not ready, so I, I jumped the gun there. I'm ready. I'm here. I made it. Welcome. I, I just, oh boy. I just was talking about Assassin's Creed and getting that. I know. I was actually listening to you on the way over. Oh, good. So, anything, so I was caught up. Anything um, you want to put in with the extra life? Um, no. I mean, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a good time. You said that we wouldn't do a six-hour block at the beginning, but I, that was my favorite part. So it, it, it was I'm okay. thinking a full 24 hours next year. Okay. That'd be, I mean. A dry spell, full 24 hours. We go. Oh, and I actually hear me coming from my pocket. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, it's for the kids, right? So we do, we do dumb things for the kids. Um, and, you know, like the problem with gaming marathons is they can be kind of dangerous sometimes. But it seemed nobody died. Nobody died on any of the quote-unquote Boise State Extra Life team, which is what we're looking for. So, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I didn't watch anything past when we 
Yeah, I watched because I, I, a lot of it. I mean, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched a lot of it. I would make sure that the stream got started and at least ended. And then in between there, I would like sleep and watch. And it was also homecoming this weekend. So I ended up being in the homecoming parade. I drove a float, which was great, I guess. But yeah, I mean, we played uh, Fortnite, like you said earlier, for... A while, I guess only two hours, which it felt, felt like, like forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, so here's what I'm going to lay out my problems with Fortnite versus like PUBG. Um, and I had this discussion with some friends of mine who totally disagree with everything I'm saying, but, and that's fine, like, a, that's great opinions. Um, but my problem with like Fortnite is the, it, the map is so small. Mm-hmm that there's no like beginning phase and if you want to jump into matches play five minutes ten minutes and be done like i guess that makes sense but for me like the most fun thing about like a battle royale is that kind of suspense about oh god i just spent 20 minutes collecting gear and i could die at any second yeah i think it's the that's the beauty of PUBG. right because i mean obviously you can jump into pachinki die right away Right, or which you, and or you can like hold out in the city which, and like there's a suspense there. Or you Fortnite, can, I don't get that yeah. suspense. And like the map is so small. Like we dropped in the two hours, we dropped in one place that wasn't so like crawling with other people. And I think there's at least one or two other teams that dropped with us too. Yeah, and that's that's crazy uh, for a game and that we, we dropped for in, me like is about yeah like a beginning, middle, and end phase where like. The beginning is all about resource gathering, um, and I'm not talking wood and stone or anything, but I'm talking weapons and armor and stuff. Uh, that that sucks. That like you don't get a chance to build that, and that's why like the game is special in its own right. I think for like a cartoony, almost like if you took Team Fortress and put it into a battle royale mode, I think Fortnite does that okay. But it's not what I'm looking for in a battle royale game, and I know you're the same because, yeah. like, I think I've gotten texts every night this week that I haven't responded to. I'm yeah. sorry. That's like, hey, you want to play some PUBG? Uh, and yeah, I do. But actually, most of them are when I'm asleep because oh. I've been going to bed super early this oh, week. Oh well, that's probably good. I haven't, so I'm still messed up from this extra life. Oh, sorry. See, see, I've done so many of those in my life because you didn't grow up like playing land parties and stuff, right? No, I, I mean. mean you you may have had like like gaming events, right? We, we've talked about. Well, I guess we kind of talked about this, but we haven't talked about it on the show about like all nighters and stuff like that. I mean, I remember staying up late with my brother a lot, playing games, or he'd have his friends over and we'd play Halo on like you know right local LAN for hours into the night. But see, the thing is, is like getting into like PC gaming when yeah. I was in high school, like LAN parties are. That's what they are. You you bring your PCs together and yeah. you play, and it takes up so much setup that you want to play for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only been a handful of times. I mean, I, we we were ta- I guess talked about this that I've actually stayed up through the night playing a game. I think honestly, I don't remember like years ago. I'm, I know I've done it for Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I know I've like games like that. It's easy for me to do. Yeah. But I think the most recent memory I think was Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. I remember staying up all night and till the sun came up the witcher 3 was another one and metal gear solid 5 i lived it out all in the same summer too so that was kind of weird but yeah i mean those we are, used to do a couple land parties like 
like we would do a couple during the summer and then we'd like every couple of months do it during the school year in high school and so we're talking like all gathering at like 6 7 p.m um setting up the computers and then going into like 2 a.m running to jack in the box getting those um, tacos man getting those tacos and there was a thing with my group about ranch like you would just scream at the like the people at the drive-thru, oh, they, give me ranch. They'd hate and you. They no, hate like, and then they, I don't know, like, it started because I think somebody asked for ranch once, and the person literally gave, like, a bag full of ranch. Uh, and so we, like, we always asked for more ranch. Jack and Box don't care. Nah. Uh, in fact, one time we got back to uh, the place, and I threw a taco in the microwave and started the microwave and blew the circuit in the entire house because we had so many, like, so much stuff plugged into outlets. Good. But anyways, yeah, so gaming marathons, Fortnite, PUBG. Have we covered everything? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let, let's go back to Assassin's Creed then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we got just about left, uh, about to come up on our first break here in just a sec, so maybe we'll keep rambling on or I don't know. What could I ramble on about? Uh, so I was on my way here. Like, I walked pretty fast because I've been without a car for a, a week now. Um... So I, like, on my way here, I was walking by uh, down, I guess it's Capitol at that point. Yeah. No, 9th Street. Uh, I was walking by it and watched almost a rear-end collision. Nice. Where a girl was just sitting at a stoplight, exactly how my got my car got told. She was just sitting there, and the guy came up behind her, and I think he was on his phone, um, and slammed on his brakes and left maybe three four inches in between them and i was just like oh my god like she didn't even know she didn't almost she did not know that she almost got demolished yeah come on people pay distracted driving is bad get off your phones get off your phones all right and with that good public service announcement we will uh jump into our first break and we will be right back We are back uh, from our short break there, so welcome back to the Dry Spellcast. You are recording this, correct? Yes. Okay, just double-checking. I got all taken care of, don't worry. Just double-checking. This is not my first time setting this up. So. It's true. I know. I know. It's it's a, it's a like fatherly instinct. I, I will even pull up the garage band, and yep, we are there. Great. Just making sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to jump back into my conversation before Matt so rudely... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Barged into the studio and demanded a microphone. Get me on the air! Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. I've talked about it a little bit. I've played more of it. I honestly don't know how far in the game I am. I'm definitely over 30 hours already, which is crazy. Uh, and I'm not that far in the story. I think... I think kind of talked about this last week. I've I didn't play too much because I was a little busy this last week, and obviously the extra life event kind of ruined my day in a good way. But I'm nowhere close <laughs> to the end of this game. I think I'm about one third of the way through all the zones, and I mean I'm 
but it was funny that I'm like level, almost level 30, and I think the max is he, 40. Yeah, so uh, Austin is a completionist. Yes. He plays everything. So, I mean, none of that surprises me. I mean, so that's why I'm like already 30 hours in the game, and I think total of... I mean, I have assassinated, I guess, nine people out of the list. I think it's probably going to be a total of 15, because that's how it look, is looking like. So I guess I'm like halfway there, but... I don't feel like I am, so I guess that's kind of a nice thing. There, I'm just really digging this game. The last, yeah. the last contract I had was, it was interesting because like the point is like this this lady joined the cult that you're trying like not really cult but like whatever you're taking down because her daughter died and her goal was to try to bring her daughter back to life. Being like you know mummies and you know Egypt and all that good stuff like the black magic arts. It, it's super interesting. I don't know. I'm really digging the game, and it's really cool having the setting in ancient Egypt. And, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think I still want to pick that game up. I mean, I think I, I gave it the short end of the stick um, when it came out on the same day as, you know, Wolfenstein and, and Mario, yeah. which neither of which I picked up anyways. Well, you uh, end up getting fractured butthole, so. Yeah, but that, I mean, that was that was older. But still, like, um, I, that's, it's still on my list. Like, I want to give that game a shot this year. It's, it's, I honestly, it's one of the better games I've played all year, too. Like, it's going to okay. probably make my list of top tens. So, I mean, it looks good. It plays really well. I haven't really had that many, like, issues. Just kind of, like, funny little glitches that I, I guess I did talk about last week. Yeah. Nothing major. My game hasn't crashed. Uh, I mean, I'm on PlayStation, so I wouldn't really expect that. I mean, it happens. It does happen. But I feel like crashes happen a lot more on PC when you're pushing it to the limit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easier to uh, optimize something when you know the hardware ahead yeah, of time. exactly. Right. Uh, and uh, one thing I didn't really mention last week is the character of Bayek is great. He's hilarious. He's so sarcastic. And like, okay. it's not, not something you'd expect. You'd think like, you know, he'd be like a dry, like brooding, which he kind of is at times. Cause, like the point is. Like, As it, I, I usually think of Egyptians. Well, like the, I mean, the plot of the thing is like his, his son gets murdered. So he's like out, out for revenge. Ah. Like he's out for blood. I mean, that happens in the first five minutes of the game. So I'm not spoiling anything. But. Well, you're spoiling the first five minutes of the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, he's out for blood, so you'd expect him to be, like, like really bloodthirsty, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, totally not that. It's really funny. And, like, there's, like, a running joke throughout the game is no one pronounces his name right, like the Greeks and the Romans that he deals with. Right. He's always, like, he's like they're, like, Bayek. And he's, like, it's Bayek. Bayek. And they're, he's always just, like, Ugh, and, like, walks off and, like, frustrated. It's, it's pretty funny, actually, how they got that, keep that going. And. It's one thing I, I love the influence of the Roman and Greek aspects to the game. Like you go to Alexandria, obviously named after you know Alexander the Great. It's really Greek looking, like the buildings and style right. like that. But then there's like very big Roman influence as well, which is I. It's it's super super cool, super well done. I'm enjoying it like just like way more than I really expected to like this game. Like the environments are super cool. I just uh, the last zone I completed was Giza, so I cleared out all the. Uh, pyramids and like they're all the tombs and stuff of like khufu and it's cool it's a lot of fun i mean i was just it's it's just i'm just is like super surprised at how good this game is yeah uh, yeah i think yeah. for me like again i if i get a free day i'm gonna try to finish the new order and then get wolfenstein yeah i think that's like 
Um, I hear incredible things about that game. Uh, I hear the beginning is really tough to just sit through. Yeah, I heard it's a hard, hard moment. Uh, so I like I'm I'm excited to like see what they throw at me, um, and that's like we'll see. I I don't know if I'm gonna have time. Is the problem? Yeah, this is getting your to your busy season. Yeah, I want to like I want to complete these things. It's almost to the point where I'm considering like taking a console into my place of work. I mean, <laughs> which place of work? Uh, not not that one, the other one. I just don't know what that means. I'm not saying it out loud. Yeah, figured. I uh, want them to know. That's probably a good call. Uh, other than that, I've I started last night. I mean, I was in the library in school like literally all day. When I was awake yesterday, was I was doing something for school. Yeah, it's that time of year, getting really really busy. I mean, we have like a month left of classes. Oh my god, it's crazy. So yeah, I woke up about ten ish and read till my class started at three and did my questions and crap like that. Did class, went straight to the library, didn't leave there till about nine thirty, and realized all I had to eat was a bagel all day. So one of my friends actually guest swiped me into the BRC, which was nice. That's nice. So I nice had, of them. Yeah, so I had some food there, and then I had to go finish. It's an great S- that you have uh, friends that still use the BRC. Yep. Don't don't even get me started on that one. Uh, yeah. So then I got home probably close to ten and had to finish an essay that was due by midnight, and then I got that down about eleven thirty. Then you jumped on your stream, which I watched. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't have like you don't have to feel obliged no, to I, sit there and I watch was, me. I was, but I, I at that same time I started uh, the Frozen Wilds for Horizon Zero Dawn. Right, which didn't that come out early? It came out no, it came out technically yesterday. See, yeah, but you could like pre well if you pre-ordered it through PlayStation Plus, it was like five bucks off, and you could actually end up playing it like. Yeah, because like my room, p- I think my roommate PM. Tony got it early. Yeah, I think at ten p.m. is when it opened up here. So mm. like. We could have played it early, technically a little early. I honestly did not play a lot of it because first yeah. off, I was a little confused because I like I downloaded it, but then when I started the game, I had like another update that I didn't realize. So like it it wasn't in the game, so I like ended up playing the last story mission over again because that's where it puts you. Because I thought you had to like do that to unlock it. Interesting. And then I'm like, where is it? And so like, then I quit the game, and then I opened it back up, and the update and then it was there. Was there, and then. It threw me back to the start of like the, the final story mission again. I'm like, is this? It's just like a never-ending loop, but you can keep doing it. Apparently, I don't know. So, mm, well, I mean, if I guess that kind of makes sense, if they're gonna put it like before the end of the story. I, I, I guess I it mean, is is the point because like when you're running off to climb, like climbing through the cut is what it's called to get into the, the new area. Uh, Silence is one of the characters in the game. It starts. Talking to you like, hey, what are you doing? You got the world to save, essentially. And you're like, well, I, I'm going to go do my own thing right now. <laughs> Pretty much F off. Yeah. Kind of thing. So I guess it is kind of set, I guess, before the end of the game. Because obviously the machines are still running around. And okay. Well, so people that haven't finished the game don't know if uh, the machines stop running around. I, or do they? I don't know. Now I think I know. You ruined the game they for actually, me. No, actually. I, I don't, don't, don't. Just stop. We're just going to leave it there. Because uh, so I still want to finish that game. It, you need to. I'm surprised you haven't, actually. It's another point. 2017 loss. That's why I'm so glad that game. I ended up redoing like, the final story mission. Because I got that ending like cutscene again. And it's like, it's such a good ending to a game. And it's like, you're just like, oh, it like, hits you in the feels, too. It's really good. Um, so, yeah. 
Frozen Wilds, I literally played like not even an hour of it. I, I climbed the place to get to the new area, fought one of the new uh, machines, which is crazy. I was, did not expect how like they changed them a lot. Like that's the, great the mechanics and stuff. Like and they're they're big and it was like it was pretty fun. Got to the new area, got to the town, and then kind of just called it quits because by then it was like one a.m. Yeah, or whatever. And I'm just like, I need to go to bed. So yeah, Sweet. that's been my life. I hope to after class tomorrow. I'm free, but then I leave for the weekend, so I guess I don't really have much time. So Thursday night, I'm probably gonna play some. You're stuff. gone this weekend? Yes, going to Oklahoma City to see my. All oh, right, your brother's getting married. That's in February. Oh, I'm just gonna go visit him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let you know. Look at that. Um. So I have been. I have not been playing video games um, besides like the extra life thing. Uh, and I think that was basically it for like the past week. Uh, last. So I've been doing a thing on Tuesday nights that I'm calling the my late night old game show. And I'm just playing like old DOS games and stuff. Uh, and for the most part, going through without like any introduction to them or like no no idea what I'm getting into. Your fir- your safe stream last night. I was just so The funny. first one was the Oregon Trail, mm-hmm. uh, which was probably the easiest one I've played so far. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh and then I played Rogue last week. I didn't realize you were wearing your Mario. <laughs> yes. Costume. Uh which ended up being really super tough. Uh because I mean it was one of the original like computer games especially something like that complex and so it was it was something else and it's one of those games that i might go back and try again because now that i kind of understand the controls and understand what's happening i might try it again but uh and then last night i played at least part of a game of civ the original civilization uh, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. So that one was, I mean, it's a little more tougher. It was pre like big UIs and stuff. So it was a lot more of like, what do I do? How do I click this? It's amazing how far Civ has come. Like it's amazing how far games have come. I guess period. in general, cause I watching you play that. I was like, my God. Yeah. I was like, obviously I could see like still could see civilization in the game obviously oh absolutely you're setting up cities you're like it's the regions you're exploring well even for like uh like i really think of like games from the early 90s i was like wow this is kind of complex mm-hmm. yeah you were, cool. you were confused but for the most part about like how to kind of thing get things and then you're like oh okay i think i'm figuring it out yeah i think i've got it kind of figured out now i still like i searched for a while trying to find like the other civilizations that are supposed to be populating that world and I couldn't find anyone. I got attacked by barbarians every now and then, but that was it. Like I, I guess you. But you picked like how many six or something? Like I so picked four, four. So I mean, they might be spread out way. Far. Yeah, I don't know. know how big they make these worlds. It's not like the newer games where you get to choose. Like this is how big the world is. So I don't know. And I just, I just finally got a boat. So that's like the next big step for me is I need to get like a boat that I can put people on, so I can then take them. To other continents. That reminds me of like Age of Empires style. Yeah. I know, I know Civ now, you don't really have boats you can ferry on. You just have characters that can just swim across water now eventually. What? That, no, I, I've never done that. What? In a Civ game. What? Like just had people swim across the ocean? Yeah, you can embark them and then they can just go. 
Like it's a once you get like oh well, okay sure sure but yeah. it's still like you still have to discover like Bodhi and it's like, like all I that think stuff. Compass or something yeah in Civ Five at least that's the one I'm really familiar with yeah I mean you don't just throw them on a boat right they make their own boat when you throw them in the water kind of thing right which is fairly normal to life <laughs> so my plan is to continue these streams eleven uh, thirties on Tuesdays. And just kind of work through different old games that, you know, like, I think mildly important to video game history. So if you want to join me for those, uh, you can find them on Twitch. Uh, my name is Real McCrane. That's real M-A-C-R-A-N-E. You can find me there. Uh, I'm going to try to set up the Dry Spell Radio Twitch better. And so, like, it can host our videos and stuff. I don't know. I'm Twitch is something that I'm new to and still trying I, to discover. I still don't understand it. If not, they get archived on the Dry Spell Radio YouTube page. Mm. Yes, which is a thing. That's right. We do have a YouTube page that we I learned do. about this last weekend. Yes, we have a page, uh, which is basically those videos. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we need to take our first half an hour break here. Woo! So we I mean, it. we're not taking a break for a half an no, hour. No, I mean, we made our first half hour show, so we're going to take a little longer break than normal. But we will be back. we got some news to talk about. I'm sure Matt still has more stuff to talk about. He always does. So we'll see you I in I can talk a, forever. We'll see you in a bit. All right, we are back. This is the Dry Spellcast. So welcome back, whoever's listening live, of course. What's up, what's up? Yes, Matt is here. Hanging out in a, the the D, easy, Boise state. So he, Matt is a little more relaxed today because he's not hosting, I think. Is the yeah, thing. I feel great. He's not this worrying is, about the computer. This is actually my... Uh, plan <laughs> you are you are sprawling out on the other chairs oh. this is the first time you've ever sat in a different chair this is yes this, this is the first time i haven't sat in the uh chair number one the conductor's seat uh so that is me today yeah and i guess i'm being the main host which is different for me but i'll make it work i guess i did it last last time you were gone with, yeah with justin so yeah. You, yeah you're doing great you're doing great buddy Thanks. Good job. Thanks. Uh, so we're going to jump into a little bit of news. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. Before we get to news. All right. I knew it. Let's talk about some nudes. Some. I'm just kidding. I'm like, totally kidding. What's Jeez. happening here? Uh, nudes. I'm talking about. Uh, Speaking of nudes. Oh, yes. Uh, naughty Steam games are being pulled. Are required to pull uncensored patches. Yeah, so this is like, this is like we're talking about. I think I talked about House Party at one point. Uh, yes. It's those style of games, the ones that have like just ridiculous uncensored content that the Steam then goes in and is like, ah, oh, like you need to censor this, and then they censor it and post a patch through Steam that's like, hey, install this if you want to. And you will take away all the censored parts. But yeah, Steam's cracking down on that. They are not allowing that for specific games now. Is that going to involve your Honey Pop? No. See, that's the thing. Honey Pop is totally not on that list. That's weird. Yeah. 
I know they're being super selective about it. And I think that's where it gets kind of sleazy and kind of dirty is they are totally picking and choosing who they do. I mean, it's steam. They've done this for years. Uh, basically every controversial thing, they pick and choose their sides, what they want to do. So I'm not surprised at all, but for those of you who go to steam for your, uh, your naughty games. Your naughty content. Tisk, tisk. Uh, it, it's going to be harder to get now. Ah, uh, well, you said they can, they can still host themselves, yeah. but. Yeah, so like if you want to put the patch on your website or whatever, you can still do that. Mm -hmm. But. Just not on Steam. Right. Which is, I, I don't know, it's strange. It is kind of strange. Obviously, like, it's weird like make like really like sexual video games. To a point where like it's awkward. It, uh, so for a lot of us, that is a really weird thing. Uh, but there is a certain group of people. I, I I know I'm sure there is who dig that kind of material. As weird and creepy as it is, those people exist. Because there's even moments for me like in The Witcher that kind of got a little like. Oh yes, like, absolutely. But, well, and, uh, and then pretty... again, like I think we've talked about The Witcher the last time we had this discussion. Yeah. Like, at what what line do you draw? Like, is The Witcher okay? And then something like uh, House Party not okay? You're doing basically the same things. It's just like in the House Party, it's I'd say probably maybe half the content versus The Witcher, where it's like a very minuscule part. And well, you can make it like half the content. Yes, <laughs> if you, really you can. Wanted to. Um, but it's even then, like, you still have to do other stuff. Yeah. Oh, of house of party. It's literally the entire game. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that maybe that's just where it's at. Because I don't know. And I, I, I mean, we. I know we have talked about this. Where like, I feel like the Witcher's sensual scenes were are are really well done and like not like a really like. Yeah, I. I we've had this argument before because I don't know. Way. It's still. I know, like a Assassin's Creed, like kind of has their love scenes, but like never shows. It's like they're always like in a loincloth or something. Because Bayek and his wife is just like you're chilling out and like in loincloths. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? I'm in my loincloth. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if that's your style of gaming, that's all you. It's not for me to judge yeah. you. Well, I can judge you, but. I also love clickers, so. You do. So you can judge me as well. You like games that play themselves. Those are the best kind of video games, really. <laughs> uh, big kind of news. I mean, this kind of came out last week, but we, we kind of got sh hidden in the shuffle of Paris Games Week. Because that, yeah. that was a big deal last week, obviously. So that's literally what all we covered in the show. So we're kind of picking up some of the scraps we missed. Uh, Metal Gear Survive. You guys remember that? Uh, it exists. It's a mobile game, right? Yes. Konami's new mobile game. No, uh, <laughs> it is... It's a clicker. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, honestly, I have no idea like what it is. It's, I guess, the sequel It's the second to Ground Zeroes. It's the second half to Ground Zeroes. It's, it's going to be exactly like the second half of five after they had kicked uh, Kojima. Kojima out. out. <laughs> oh, and uh, you, you still haven't played five, and you, really, you will. I mean, I know it's going to happen. You defend an oil base the entire time. No, 
Uh, not really. Like not. No, I'm talking the about mul- the new game. Oh, the new game. Well, I guess kind of. Well, I know. Like, but in five, it's just so funny. Like to see the point where Kojima's gone. Yeah. The game's so great, and all of a sudden it's like poo. <laughs> like what? Well, that was obvious. And they had like one scene that Kojima did that they tucked into the second act. Like after you could tell he was gone. Like so, like the game. Was you going- could tell because that was the scene that costs like thirty-five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, like oh, the game's going great, 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 and then like it goes totally poo, and then has this huge moment. Your eye, like it's one of the best game moments in gaming I've ever experienced. But it was, and it's totally Kojima. Like you know it is, and like they just like kind of like snuck it in there to make their second act look better. But yeah, Metal Gear Survive. It is releasing on February twentieth. Which was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed. Shocker. How do you think it's going to do? Um, I don't think it's going to do great. Uh, I because I think, I th- the the weird thing about it is, Kojima's departure was so heavily covered, and so many people came out speaking against Konami during that time and never gave them like a chance to really like talk about why they did it because to be a hundred percent honest about it, they were a hundred percent in the right. Like they were in the right to get rid of Kojima. Yeah. You know, if you are running a company who at this point is making the majority of their income through gambling machines and, and mobile games, I guess, right? Or uh, they were breaking into that market. I think they were trying to break into that market at the time, but mostly gambling machines and washers and dryers. Like, they make home appliances. Yeah, it's just weird. It's- so that's that's where they're making the majority of their money. And you look at the numbers, and there is this one subset of a game development that is going way over budget, taking way too long, uh, because... Kojima was a very expensive person to have well, on board. He's very particular about his games. He's very like, particular. And because of it that, like... Me, I, I think he, he... Like, with the director Baby Driver. Because you said right. like, they would, like, do the scene, edit it right on the spot, make sure it's just right. I feel like that's what Kojima is to gaming. Most likely, yes. Uh, and it just... It didn't make sense for them to continue giving just limitless amounts of money to this person... <laughs> And that's where Sony's like, here, take yeah. whatever you Sony's want. Sony's like, go for it, yeah. right? Um, but the the thing is, is when he left, so many people jumped on board of like, I mean, the hashtag F Konami yeah. came out, right? Um, and I'm censoring myself because we're on live air. But... Fiddlesticks oh, Konami. Right. That's that's what That's totally what it was. And that's the thing, like, they just couldn't support it, and so many people rallied behind Kojima, and Kojima was going to find a home. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he could have gone independent, it would have been fine. Yeah, I, I mean, he would never have funded an independent studio. No way. They needed a huge publisher because he costs so much money. I think Sony was the right move for him because Sony is one of the biggest players in video games, and right? They, and they pretty much, when they made that deal, was pretty much just like, here, here's your own studio. If Sony Interactive Go needs crazy. to shove some money from a movie studio, they have the ability to do that. That's true. They Sony's got a ton of money. and Sony is a huge player in media. 
while Konami was not. Yeah. Again, they made most of their money off of gambling machines. And so it's just like that. I think that's going to really hurt this new game. And unfortunately, because even if it comes out and it's a decent game or a good game, even there's going to be so many people that boycott it because of the Kojima. Exactly. It's going to flop. Like I, I'm still on the fence about it because I just feel like it's not going to be a good game. I I don't don't know enough about it. Well, uh, no one does. That's the issue. See, and it's the like, thing is, is they could have totally attached something other than the Metal Gear name to it, and it would be completely different. Yeah, they're stamping Metal Gear on it to like try to sell it. I'm assuming, and it's or a, be able to use that universe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And it's just it's weird. And even I love Ko, uh, Kojima's response. It's just like I forget exactly what he says, but he is more or less just like it's just weird. <laughs> like yeah. it's a weird game. Like I don't know what to say about it. Like it's just kind of weird how they went there with metal gear like cause metal gear has always kind of like been in that weird realm of like kind of fantasy ish right if it is more like what the end game of metal gear solid 5 becomes because that's the part that people didn't like about that yeah, game and that was the part Konami and i feel made. like that's what this game's going to end up being and do we because really need again, another survival zombie game <laughs> sure Oh, uh, why not? Zomb- actually, zombies are on their way out, uh, amazingly, which is great because that fan base was awful. And, you know, new Call of Duty with the zombies. We need to bring back vampires. <laughs> like, I want... I want hey, Metal Gear Metal had vampires, Gear, too. It was all, it's all in there. Nanobots. It's all in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, I think the whole the whole environment or surrounding this game has doomed it to fail regardless of if it's going to be a good game or not. Just watch. Uh, this is the day Death Stranding is going to come out. Oh, how funny would that be? Could you imagine the blood, like the, the murder of this game would, would get compared yeah. to Death Stranding? There's no way. There's no way that Kojima finished a game in two years. Uh, probably not. Unless he's like, well, maybe because he's have all these resources from Sony, it could be possible. Nah. But could you There's imagine no if like, just literally like the start of the new year. Oh, Death Training comes out February 20th. People would lose their minds. And yeah. this game would just disappear. Yes. Knowing, I mean, knowing Sony, they're going to have a big, a big pre-order. It's going to be a big deal. Stuff. I mean, it. obviously, it's going to be the first game from Kojima Studios. And it's going to be a very big deal. I mean, we have no idea what that game's about. I'm, I really hope we see something of it next month in the PlayStation Experience. I will be surprised if they don't say something. Because they it's have to. Been it's, a year. It it's was been l- a year. It was last E3. Twenty sixteen E three. The last time we saw anything, that was that weird Guillermo del Toro trailer, and we we are, we have to see something. They they know that they need to. They need to keep on make pushing people's interest in this game, uh, and it's not going to hurt hurt or help the sales at all they just need they just know that they need that's, to remind you that hey this game is is there as, as from sony you know like we watch a lot of games that sony announces never happen and so or they take 10 years right <laughs> last guardian right exactly it's exactly like that and so uh, uh what is the other one the beyond good and evil right oh that's been what like 15 years since well, that was Ubisoft. That's Ubisoft that has that one now. Yeah, but, but yeah, first Beyond Good and Evil came out before YouTube was a thing. 
because I was like, a, like a joke I saw. It's like you never seen the trailer to the first one because it's been out longer than YouTube was a thing, and that's just crazy to think because that was what YouTube started two thousand five. Yeah, and it, that game came out. I don't, don't want to say it's like two thousand one, like around there. something like that. It's been so it was a PS one game. Yeah, it's been so long. PS one or PS two? I thought it was a PS one game. I don't remember. I have a friend who actually played it and loves it, and like he was like super pumped for this new one. Uh, so with that, we got to take another break. Uh, we will be right back, and we will get through some more news and probably rant about more stuff that we we like to rant about. All right. Uh, we are back. This is the last end of our first hour here. So we are going to continue to talk about what we were talking about. We were talking about Kojima, Kojima Konami, yeah. all that good stuff. I think Sony still has more games to announce at this event. Because I think they said PSX. they had... Yeah, I think they, had, they said they had six more games before Paris Games Week. Had six more games to announce. And how many did they announce? I only think it was like three. Well, okay. I mean, I'd have to look exactly. I mean, it depends. Like, I know. Count Spelunky in there, Count Guacamelee in there. And then the Ghost of Tashima the, or whatever. That, that. they have the uh, the sidewalk art thing. So did they do all six? I think they did all six at Paris Games Week. Uh, are, we, are we considering sequels or are we considering new IPs? Cause I think they said six new IPs, but I could I don't be know. totally wrong. Um, but even then, I'm trying to think. I know there was like... Two big hitters in there. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't really remember. It's been so long. It's been a week. Oh, God. Everything just moves so fast, doesn't it? Yeah. And again, I think I think that uh, this this new Konami game is, again, is going to be hurt by its reputation more than it needs to be. And uh, it, like, I, mean, I it think of like a really good game. I think of like know. Call of Duty. Right. Uh I think the initial sales numbers for Call of Duty World War II are not great. No. And a lot of that, I think, is... Um, well, I haven't heard great things about the game. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. But even then, there's enough people that are just hating on it to hate on that franchise and not necessarily giving it a huge chance, which is probably something that they should do. I mean, if it looks good, I'll probably give it a chance. I mean, it's going to be in that time of year where probably not many other things are coming out. The later February time, yeah, oh, no, that was a big hitter. February this year, was though. a big hitter this year, but so that's we'll just see. because of Zelda, and we had the the Switch release and, and all these crazy Horizon things. came out. Like it was, it was a, it was a big, big early first quarter this year. I, I mean, we'll probably see that again. I'm sure there'll be some. I don't know. Sometimes February hits, sometimes it doesn't. I'm kind of thinking this is when God of War is coming out, is this time. Yeah. I know they, always, they just said the first part of the, they're saying quarter one. Uh, well, so, but speaking fiscally, I think that's quarter three. Really? Uh, because the fiscal year isn't the normal oh, you're year. Right. You're right. And so, for, like, people that want to publish games, like, that's that's a good momentum push to into the end of your trading year. Okay, that's right. I don't know. I don't know anything about my my friend economics. Brian uh, buys stock 
and we have a lot of these conversations. He he typically comes to me for gaming advice mm. because he buys like he owns stock in Activision and slash Blizzard. Really? And like stuff like that. Cool. Uh, Interesting. I my last my last hint was maybe uh, invest in Riot. After the uh, founders of Riots came out and were like, we're going to make a game. We're going to get back into game development. Uh, and, you know, the minute Riot puts something out, all the League fanboys are going to jump on it, just like Valve fanboys. So, But Valve's never going to make a new game. There's your trading game. advice for the week. Except for the Dota 2 playing card game. That's oh, it. yeah, Artifact comes out. And didn't I... I mean, we can talk about this later, but doesn't tomorrow the new South Park mobile game come out? Phone Destroyer? Maybe. I think it does. I know. It's really soon. I think it tomorrow. honestly is tomorrow. All we'll, we can look at that later in the show. Uh, Yeah. We got a little off track there, but I guess that's good. That's what we do. That's, that's what, what we do best. It is what we do best. That's why I'm glad I wasn't in here by myself all day because I would have ran through the news and called it good at the first 40 minutes of the show. <laughs> Solid. Uh, but we got two hours. Well, I got about an hour left. So we're going to keep going strong. We still have a little bit of news to speak about. We'll definitely get off track again. So uh, feel free for that. And I'm going to plug us before we go to the end of the break. Okay. Get a hold of us. Do that, people. Please. Uh, we, we like to have conversation with people that listen to us. We we have had some in the past. I th I feel like we're friendly people. Uh, at least for the most part. Uh, so if you're afraid of us, don't be afraid of us. You can email us at dryspill at gmail.com, Twitter at dryspillradio, and Facebook slash dryspillradio. Facebook.com slash dryspillradio. Like us on there. Share us. Share us to your friends. Get all the fun notifications that we have that we post. Yeah. I mean, you can, you, you can subscribe to us there and... Then we pop up in your news feed. That's probably if the, the Facebook algorithm thinks we're important enough at that time, uh, because Facebook algorithms. Uh, what you don't could do, do is go on there and click see first. So every time we post something, oh my god, how haven't you done that yet? It's the first thing that shows up on your timeline is us. It's great. It's wonderful. Please do that. We're trying to. We're trying to grow. What are we growing, Austin? I don't know. What are we growing? Some dank kush, my homie. We are not doing I that. Know, that was that was a reference to Wiz Khalifa's Wiz Khalifa's Wiz Khalifa's Weed Farm. Farm. That was a long time ago. Uh, oh my god! Summer. Yes, that is still like number one on my top games of the year. Oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me! Yes, I, God, this is it's been a long year. It's crazy. We're in November. I can't believe it. To be honest, it's just I I say this every year. I'm like, oh, it's, it's like. Start of the school year, like, oh, it's going to take forever. And then now we're, like, here. I'm, like, I have a month left of, like, that. I'm signing up for my last semester of college. And it's a really, really weird feeling. It is. I'm, like. So, and have you applied for graduation yet? I'll, I'll have to. I'm, I'm going to do it over winter break. Okay. Because I, I feel like that's, like, a semester early that you have to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, they charge you, like, an arm and a leg. Oh, you want to graduate? You got to pay us more money. Oh, look at that. It's It's. 
it's just like microtransactions in video games. If they loot box, real life loot boxes. It is. So your uh, your certificate of I just spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to this university and learn things is uh, inside of a loot box that you have to unlock through uh, what we know as Bronco Web. Yes, and. You got to buy obviously the cap and gown, and they have different editions. They got the standard edition for forty-eight dollars, oh which is the standard cap and gown. You can do the deluxe edition and get a special tassel and an orange uh, stole for a hundred dollars. Yeah, I definitely got the cheapest one. Um, I haven't even like I have not mounted my diploma yet. It's been three years now <laughs> since uh, I graduated. Solid. That's good. I guess only two and a half. But still, like I like it's still in the package they sent it to me in. I think I pulled it out, looked at it once, and was like <laughs> and then put it back. Solid. Now you now you'll be, probably what, another year from now you'll do the same thing? Hopefully. <laughs> and then throw it in the corner with the other one. And then go back for a third bachelor's degree. Yeah. A <laughs> bachelor in fine arts in theater. Never stop going to school. It's totally not worth it. So, microtransactions in real life. It's, it's, they're real. I mean, wow. I'm surprised it took that long to get into gaming because they're all around us. I just, like, I just had a crisis in my life <laughs> listening to myself talk. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know how to survive anymore based on that. Hmm. We got really off topic there, but that's not ever. We're relating it to gaming somehow. World War II. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> World War II. Speaking of microtransactions yeah. that make you feel kind of dirty, <laughs> oh, Call of Duty World War II, <laughs> where uh, you can actually make more in-game currency by watching other people open their loot boxes inside of a World War II camp. How gross is that? Oh, the that? headquarters thing? Yes. I haven't really looked into any of that at all. Oh, my God pretty weird yes it's super it's super just slimy like literally you make like points from watching people and there's like a fine line so this again this goes back to my problem with world war ii i think i've talked about this before where they were like Boots on the ground. It's going to be the most realistic Call of Duty ever. The guy gets up there on stage, like, flexes his muscles, like, right? And then uh, <laughs> they come out, and Nazi zombies, and uh, loot boxes, I, and... I have talked weird. to one person who's played it, and she was talking about the D-Day mission. And she's like, you know, it wasn't that good. Which is, like, upsets me, because it's D-Day. Like, how do you mess up D-Day? But she's like, yeah, you're in the boat. It gets blown up. You fly over the edge. You kind of swim to the shore. Uh, then you essentially just run from one little metal cover to the next one until you're like to the objective. I'm like, mm. so it sounds like a Call of Duty game. Uh, it sounds, yeah. I mean, it's yes. Nothing will beat Medal of Honor Frontline and their D-Day mission, even back in the really wonderful PS2 graphics. I remember doing a, a D-Day mission in Big Red One. Yes, and that's what this game. And it was kind of, okay, well, but like, I mean, it's all the same. I feel like that was, and I. Uh, the minute you have to sneak around and throw a grenade into the machine gun bunkers, you're like, uh, "That is 
did not happen. <laughs> uh, I know it's just, that, and that's what kind of what I'm hearing about this game is like, it, there's just so like potential to be so good. Like the characters are really well done and stuff like that, but just the missions kind of fall flat. But what do I know? I haven't played it. I hope to play it eventually. I'll probably yeah. I mean, I pick up every Call of Duty yeah. game. They have me trained. I mean, from what I heard, the multiplayer is good. But so we actually do need to take a break here. This is the end of our first hour. Uh, we will be back. Uh, hopefully, we sell you something during the break. Yes. And you, you. All right. We'll see. You play guys some in of those in real just... life microtransactions. Yes, absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys in just a bit. Welcome back. Talking about dudes. We are uh, the Dry Spell Cast. <laughs> this is hour two of our episode, episode 34. We've, we're, we're getting there in the numbers. Getting close to a year already. What was that? Do you hear that? Hear what? I don't hear anything. Maybe I hear something outside. I don't know. I'm going crazy. I'm just looking over a match, just like looking around. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, that's why you don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> totally off topic <laughs> that you brought that up. So for one of my classes, I had to go interview uh, a woman who's in a, a correctional institute. And are you sure there's nothing on the computer playing? I'm positive. It's just us. Oh, no, it's it's a leaf collecting guy outside. It's this big machine collecting oh, leaves on the field. Goodness. I'm sorry, guys. Listen. So, Back to my off-topic conversation here, because he brought up meth. I had to interview a woman who was in a correctional institute uh, to do like a pre-sentencing investigation report for my class, and she was there for heroin was the, the her issue, unfortunately, which is like really sad because she like actually like was a really smart person, like was in nursing school and like then the, yeah, uh, it happens. Yes, I mean, it does. And she was like describing heroin to me, and made it sound like the most appealing thing in the the planet yes. Earth. And she's like, it's just the best. And I literally was like, you're just making it sound like I want to do heroin. She's like, but don't. I'm like, oh, of course not. It's just so weird. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. But it's, I mean, yes, that's that's a thing, right? When you do drugs like that or drinking, for example, like when I get, video really, games. When I get really hungover. Yes, video games actually get in this. I like think to myself, wow, I never want to do that again. Mm -hmm. But guess what? We do it. Well, for her, it was like it's like she always had to have more. I don't know. And I'm not saying like it, like heroin and alcohol are the very the same thing. Like they are obviously no very different. But I mean, yeah, video games I think are along that. It's like well, it's, it's stimulus. It's it's one of those addictive things you can do. Let's talk about gambling. <laughs> so, and I I actually have like Loot a legitimate boxes. yes, I have a legitimate segue here into uh video games because yeah we talked about like the gambling and loot box things and what's that what two three weeks ago i know we yeah did. because people are comparing like s some judge in the uk said no it's not gambling blah 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 so uh, this goes back to call of duty world war ii um because people are saying that the loot boxes in that system like 
look ridiculously like slot machines. So it's like literally like gambling. Yes. So here's gambling. Here's Call of Duty World War Two, and there's a really there's a real fine line, line right there, there. Uh, because I guess the fine line is, do I hold the money in my hand? Or is it on a credit card, and then I never get that money back? If it's on a credit card, it's not real money. You can just keep paying it. It's fine. It's true. Uh, that just still reminds me of the Devolver Digital E3 press conference. Yes. It's, just throw money in the machine. Yeah, it's fine. If you guys have not seen that, it's literally 15 minutes long. It's super just weird. Google it, YouTube, Devolver Digital 2017 E3. It's the most amazing social commentary for video game industry that you'll see. Yeah, and I again... It like that's 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 a bridge we're gonna have to cross here real soon because I swear every single week something comes out again. Activision had another patent um, where they were exploring ways to manipulate people with loot boxes mm-hmm. more uh, that got released. So this is two within like the past month that people found and neither of them actually made it into games. But and, even and the thought about it is the gross will, part. But I mean, you never still, know. you never know. They could be like, "I like money," and then just two years from now, throw it in there. Just, whoop. hey, look at that! There it is. Oh, where did that come where from? Did that come oh, from? um, yes. Yeah, so this is the dry spell cast. Please, uh, this is the start of hour two. We are talking about gambling, drugs. And nudes. And nudes. <laughs> I don't know what is happening today, actually. I think there's the, the show name right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. There we go. Uh, I've started titling the shows for like people who don't download the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've started titling them. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's going to be it, which opens like a huge can of worms that I probably shouldn't have done. But uh, it's there. Well, the, the, what last week's was mine approved, approved Peter Parker murder porn. Very, very original. Very good. I liked it. I laughed. I giggled. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we're starting hour two here, so you can still get a hold of us uh, through email, dryspillradio at gmail.com, Twitter mm-hmm. at dryspillradio, and facebook.com slash dryspillradio. Si, senor. Follow, like, share, all the good stuff. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe down below for more great content. Uh, we got codes for loot boxes for Call of Duty. I'm just kidding. Um, we do not. We do not have that. One day, maybe we can get paid by Activision to do that. No, I will never You'd advertise. Never sell yourself that short. No. Uh, so we kind of started news and then got really, really off topic. So we're gonna kind of get back into some news. And speaking of, this is actually the worst segue I've ever seen in my life. Speaking of spending money, Amazon. Amazon is now. <laughs> Offering a service to have drivers drop off your package inside your house. Yes. So I added this just because this was the weirdest news I think I've read in a long time. Yes. So you. This is the real loot box here. Yes. So if you. (laughs) It is. If you have Amazon Prime, you can pay $200 to buy a camera. $250. Oh, yes. To buy a camera that you can put outside your door that Amazon employees can unlock your door and enter your home. It would be UPS or whoever. No, this is Amazon drivers. Oh, they actually have their so own this drivers is, now? Yeah, well, yeah. So in bigger cities, Amazon has their own drivers. Oh, well, we don't Like in San Francisco, in you have the Amazon Lib-Lib-Lib. Now or whatever, where you can like buy something, and it's guaranteed to show up in like at your house yeah. in less than an hour. Well, you realize we're going to get that for groceries here, because Amazon owns Whole Foods, and they talk about having Whole Foods hmm. delivered drone, by drone. 
Oh my god! So I can just get you know a six pack delivered to my front door in probably fifteen minutes. Could you imagine? I want as if they start carrying squirt. <laughs> I I'm sold. Oh gosh. Uh yeah, this is a weird. This is a super weird concept. I guess maybe in like big cities where like people probably do steal packages more often, it makes more sense. Yes. Like here in Boise. No, I honestly don't know. I've never had a package stolen off. And I live next to a college campus, and I've never had a package stolen from my mailbox or my door. No, me to neither. To be honest. So, but uh, I also have four roommates, so yeah, somebody is usually- bound to pick up that package. Unless you're a D-bag and walk by it, which I'm not going to say has happened, but has happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I live alone, and there's days like yesterday. I was not in my apartment for like 12 solid hours. And if I had a package at my doorstep, it probably would have been there when I got home. Just saying. Uh, we were actually talking about this when I was out with uh, a couple a couple friends making a joke. And then, like, talking. Why don't they just have, like, a cabinet that you can just, like, put it in on your doorstep? And then our friend Colby's like, you mean a mailbox? <laughs> like, we already have, we we already have, have those. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, so, I just... I would just feel uncomfortable having like someone have the ability to walk into my house. Yes. What if they what if what if they open your door and your cat runs out and gets lost in your right. car? Who's liable? Amazon. They're buying me a new cat <laughs> and deliver it by drone. Deliver it by drone. Like and make it look like a stork. I just yeah, I just want to see like a drone fly by with the cat <laughs> just attached to the bottom. It's like <laughs> <laughs> This just got real weird. <laughs> we deliver cats by drones. Yes. Uh, that'd be great. Honestly, that would be the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Th- that has that has to be a thing on the internet, right? Uh, I'm, Somebody has done this. Uh, yeah, Amazon. Crazy. They will rule the world eventually. Google and Amazon will own Eventually. Everything. They already do. Uh, let's actually get into game-related news this time. Uh more Bioware news. Yes. I feel like we never go a week without talking about Bioware for some reason. The lead animator to Anthem, the new big, giant Bioware game coming out, left. He's gone. Yes, Mech Warrior Destiny has lost their lead animator. Yes, that is uh, Stephen Gilmore. I think Gilmore? Gilmore? Oh, let's go with Gilmore. Has left after 17 years. Mm-hmm. Was it a retirement, or did he is he offer bigger, better things? I don't know. I mean, 17 years is a long time to be at one place. Yeah, and that probably wasn't where he started anyways. I mean, he could have retired. Yeah, I mean, he's been there for a lot of big games. Like, a lot of big games. Well, all the Mass Effects, Dragon Ages. Dragon Ages, I yeah. Mean, Does this mean anything to Bioware? No. It's just this, probably not. No, I mean, so the thing is, is like... All of the base animation stuff is done by now, right? Um, at this point, I'm sure it's a lot of just programming and making sure everything flows smoothly. Uh, there's people that have been trained to take his place. Under his tutelage, I'm yeah. sure. So somebody will step up and, and take that job. And I feel like at this point, Anthem is probably probably been animated for the most part. Yeah, I I mean I don't know game development overly well. I like th- there was this really fascinating video to come out of BlizzCon last week of Overwatch's uh developers 
stand like they were showing off video of the process of mm-hmm. them getting like the game going and it was super cool to see like the game in like its super earliest stages and they were talking like you know a week before they showed off the game everything was still boxes and i'm like wow like that's crazy to me or it's like when you you see like the video i think uncharted was one of showing off uncharted and literally nathan drake's character was a solid figure that just like floated around yes like it didn't move or anything like it was like to to show off like the backgrounds and stuff like that and like literally he's like like it was like a solid just stick right it was really good it was it's it's amazing like how games really do evolve like when you see like the the early stages like you don't like imagine like you always think there's always a character moving but literally it's like keep your phone's cool it's hard stuff it's it's i mean i couldn't do it i don't know how to use computers that well no, I mean I I, I can't looked draw. at I lo- <laughs> yeah, well that's that's a big issue for me. I looked at CS at one point, computer science major. Um but I just was terrible at math. Mm. So Yeah, that's that. that's crazy. So yeah, he's gone. BioWare's falling apart. Just kidding. <laughs> uh actually they, they kind of are a little bit. We'll see. I don't know. I, I think mean this will be a big it's game. A huge this will be a big game for him. And I'm they st- need this to be a big game I'm for them. I'm still waiting for the new Dragon Age, but uh, that's just me. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It might be a little while. I mean, this is it's this been, game has three, to be big for it's them. It's been three years. That's a long. That's not very long. That's true. I mean, I can. It's been what f- seven, six since Skyrim. And the, that's they're kind of comparable. That's getting released every six months. So right. There was a joke. I was watching the video. It was like. This is the same video I was talking about, like Anthem. It's like, it's, it's like Anthem Destiny. Only one can only one can survive, kind of thing. It's just like making fun of like all the new games coming out, and it's like Skyrim for VR. In ten years, we'll be able to play it on your microwave. Like it's it's super. Like <laughs> everyone's aware that Skyrim is just everywhere, and it comes out. And now they have like a literally a PSVR bundle for Skyrim. Good, which is just insane to me. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's gonna affect the game much. Uh, uh, Bioware needs this game to succeed. They really do. I mean, obviously, the flop of Andromeda was a yeah. Big so thing. Uh, yesterday was N seven day. Yes, right. And so that's the big Mass Effect day every year. And this year seemed more like a memorial <laughs> than it did a celebration. Yes, it's been ten years since the original Mass Effect came out. That's just insane. And it only took them ten years to absolutely kill it. It was only, it was barely, it wasn't even in its adolescence yet, and they murdered I, it. I assume it's like dog years, so it was at least 70. Oh, okay. So we just put on life support. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. And uh, pulled the plug. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what Andromeda was, pulling the plug. All right, well, we need to take a break. We will be back in just a moment. We are back. Uh, this is the Dry Spellcast. For anyone listening live, thank you very much for listening. Uh, so we were just talking about some gaming stuff and all that fun stuff and drugs and gambling and whatnot. It's been a weird episode so far. Uh, we'll see if they let us back next week. 
I think they will. I think they like us here. I don't know why, but I, I know. Whatever. It's my soothing voice. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Uh, when I think sport, esports, I think Olympics. Right. When I think esports, I think energy drinks. Yes. <laughs> uh, but maybe when you think esports, you will think Olympics because that might happen. Yeah. Ish. It's never going to happen. I know. It just it won't. But so because the news about this is like every couple of weeks they like they come out and like, oh, they said the word Olympic and esport was in the same sentence. Good God. What are we going to do? Um, but it, like every time they're like, eh, no. <laughs> uh, the big one here was they talked about it again and we're like, oh, by the way, uh, they need a governing board. And I think you have the exact quote on there of, like... Uh, needs a worldwide governing federation yes. and must not infringe on the Olympic values. Which is wrestling nude. <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. And I mean, throwing, it hasn't happened in a long time. And throwing but. discs nude and throwing javelins nude. Everything just nude. Yes. A lot of nudes today. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, there will never be a unified esports thing again for the same reason why the NCAA will never be involved in esports, in esports and it's and, because and of IP. Yeah, they don't own these games. Right, they can't own you. Well, well, they I can, mean, but the NCAA owns a lot of people. They do. It's they exploit young athletes in. Ruin their Come lives. get me, bro. Don't say that. They might just crash through the window here. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd be surprised if the power of the NCAA has crash a, crash a drone with a cat attached. <laughs> 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 right through the window. Oh, goodness. No. So, yeah, IP is a big deal, and nobody's going to relinquish their IP to be involved with the Olympics. Sorry. Yeah. I mean... Esports is... And they don't it, really need to be there, right? They're doing I mean, their own thing really well, to be honest. They're pulling in millions and millions of views for their internationals, for whatever... Got the international, the league championship was just, like, last week, I think. Yeah, I, and I mean... And that's always big. We got I don't Overwatch. know if they had Imagine Dragons this year, Ooh. but they had them last year. We got the Overwatch League coming. I mean, I, I think esports is fine. It doesn't need to be in the Olympics. They got their own thing going real, real well. Yeah, I don't know why why it keeps popping up. I just don't think it's a necessary thing, you know? But maybe in like 10, 15, 20 years, it might be a thing. When everyone, when no one can be play sports anymore because we're all, we're all Wally people. Right, we're all, we're all in uh, the rolly chairs or the hover chairs. Yes, with screens over our faces. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I think it's a conversation that doesn't necessarily need to happen anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Stop talking about it, Olympic board. GameStop. GameStop. They uh, finally did something smart, which is weird. Crazy. Well, they're losing a ton of money right now because physical copies Ph of games yes. aren't selling anymore. And. Even for me, who like I own, I like owning physical copies. I think the last several games I bought and have just been on my PlayStation because I'm usually just sitting yes. on my couch, like eh, I'll just buy it. Oh, I get out of my room. It's no, it's like legit, like or like Assassin's Creed was like a was like a spur of the moment. I was literally just sitting there, like at 
eight o'clock. It was like be playable at ten. So I'm like, I'll buy it. Why not? And Why I just not? bought it. Like I didn't wasn't going to drive to GameStop, buy the disc, and like I do it too because my brother and I have our PlayStations connected. It's so like whatever games we buy, we can play off each other's PlayStations, which is like a cool deal. So like I always ask him, hey, would you be interested in this game? Yeah. Then I get it, so we can both play it. Yada yada yada. But GameStop announces a rental program, uh, the GameStop Power Pass, which sounds like a really good deal. So it's 60 bucks for six months, and you can rent as many used games right. as, as you want in the six-month period. And at the end of the period, you can pick one game to keep. Okay. so That's kind of neat. It is kind of neat. So, you, I mean, and... I think when I read it, it wasn't. It could be like games that are like almost brand new. Like someone like maybe bought it, right? Well, that's it. kind of their use. Yeah, thing. it's it's their used stuff. So I mean, stuff that came out within the last year, or even of this in the same year. It just depends. So yeah, as many times you can play as many games as you want in the six month period, and then at the end of it, you can just take whatever game you uh, was your favorite at home. Yeah, and then you do it again, pay another sixty bucks, play as many games as you like. That is a really smart idea, to like really like. So I mean, like it kind of me, reminds me of like GameFly. Yeah, but I think a little more convenient. <laughs> kind of that subscription-based service where yeah. you get more games. I think the reason like GameFly hasn't taken off is I don't know. Like I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I mean, I don't know if they've taken off or not. I mean, there it still exists. It's existed for a while now, but a lot of people like their games day one. You want to be on the the leading edge of what's happening. And I think that's probably the biggest problem with things like that, right? Is you don't get games day one. Yeah, I mean, it, this is this is perfect for the service. Like me and you, who can't buy every game that comes out, right? And I know I've missed a lot that I want to keep that I want to play. This would be a good moment for me. Like I spend sixty bucks and play all these games that I missed, and then yeah. I can keep one. That'd be uh, yeah. I think that's neat. It's 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 a very neat idea, and I'm actually maybe thinking about doing it. You need uh, there to be part of their power plus rewards program whatever but you could sign up for that in store yeah, I, think I think that I, costs a little bit but does it i think so yeah but then you get like the points i don't know i never have done it that's why i haven't done it it's yeah. because it costs yeah and i don't really shop at gamestop too much to be yeah. honest like it's like maybe once or twice a year i'll actually pick up a game there right and i mean the last one i picked up was destiny yes and that was, I guess, in September. And then I think before that was Horizon in, like, February. February. Sure. Yeah, I think that's about right. I don't know. I don't remember. The last one I really remember is The Witcher 3. So That was 2015. Yeah. I got that at Hastings, actually. Because they matched. I miss Hastings because they, uh, they would match Amazon Prime's price for it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't uh, remember my life. I'm confused. Speaking of games, L.A. Noir is uh, being re-released for the new consoles. The Switch. And not the Switch. Huh. Or is it on the Switch? It's on Switch. But it does not fit on the Switch. It doesn't. Yeah. So it's on the Switch. It just won't fit on the Switch. So the cartridge version requires a 14 gigabyte patch, which is required. It is required. 
It's just crazy. Graphic enhancements, I guess, oh, is what it I don't says know. on and there. Uh, the digital version needs 29 gigabytes with six of it of the Switch operating system. Yeah, um, so the 32 gigs is what the Switch it runs. Yes, and it can't hold that. Right, so you have six gigs for the OS, mm-hmm. and then you download the 29 gig game, uh, and those numbers don't add up. So you have to have an SD card. And the only reason I think this is kind of news-ish is because when the Switch was first coming out, and we're talking about, like, upfront costs, uh, the big thing was, like, how long is it before it is required to have an SD card in this console? It's required. It is now required. Because I know, I know, like, we we talked about this when the switch came out, like how much of an SD card is important, because I mean the data is obviously on the ca- cartridge itself, right? Like, is that how it gets saved, like a DS or whatever? I believe so. But if you have too much data for the cartridge, you need an SD card. And I don't know. I don't own a switch. Haven't like really, I've only played it on a handful of times, but I think it's cool. Sunday. I've actually never played LA, LA Noir. LA Noir. Um, I can't say that I ever have either. Yeah. And I, think I can't say that I really have a lot of interest yeah. either. I, I heard it was like really good, but kind of boring. But whatever. I don't know. Games, video games. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna let you talk about this one because I don't even know what it is. The SAG AFTRA. Oh, so the SAG AFTRA strike is over. That is the the big long strike for um, the voice actors. voice actors. Yeah. So we talked about, I guess it's probably been a month now, they came to a resolution, the heads of the union and the game developers all kind of agreed on a plan, and then it had to go up for vote. And so SAG-AFTRA put it up for vote this past week, and only 10% of the people that they sent cards to voted. Congrats, democracy. And... 90% of those 10% voted in favor of the resolution. The strike is over. Uh, So unionized voice actors can work for companies again, which only affects a handful of companies, really. Uh, Insomniac, Activision, uh, and then a couple others use union voice actors and who knows? Maybe this will make it so more studios do. I feel like the only big story of like people missing work was Life is Strange. Uh, before the storm, mm-hmm. the voice actor of Chloe was a member of the union. And so she had to either cross the picket line or not. And she didn't. So they had to bring in somebody else. Well, Chloe wasn't in this one, was she? The newest one? or No, she is. She's oh, the main she... character. Oh, Chloe's. Yeah, you're right. She's the friend. So they got someone else to do her voice? Yes. Okay. That was the big story That's behind right. it. And people were like so upset because the voice actor that did Chloe did very well. Yeah. And so they were all freaked out about it. And I haven't heard that she did a bad job. I know that the voice actor for Chloe was definitely involved in the production of this. She just couldn't act. She came aboard as like an advisor or something. So that's cool. Uh, resolutions passed. 
Uh, I, I, we talked about what that means a couple weeks ago. Maybe you can find that. Um, it's a lot of like bonuses for hours in the studio and stuff like that. So I think the big thing they wanted was if your game sells a certain amount of copies, you get a bonus for that. But I don't think that that actually made it in, which is fairly common practice in media. Like if you sell enough, then you get, you know, like a 10% bonus or whatever. But look at that. Yeah, look at that. We're going to get our voice actors back. That's pretty neat. That's neat. You're pretty neat. <laughs> uh, we are going to jump into a commercial break here. We are at about to start the last half an hour of our show the last half hour let's see if i know how to work this uh thing here so uh probably not it's so i, I think i think i got it we'll see we'll see what happens it's like a little slanty thing yeah so hold on okay well we have like 40 seconds so we can probably just fill it with dead air not dead air but like just go no i mean so <laughs> so here so as somebody who edited this podcast not too long ago uh-huh i will say if we want to like jump it you want to be like, well, we're going to head into a break now. Or like, uh, here, get ready for a break or something like that. So you know. So you know, because there's like, I have this super abrupt cut <laughs> in one of our podcasts where I was like, I think I know how to work this. Let's go to break. But, and like, you could totally tell that it was, it, it was a bad edit. Well, we literally have nine seconds left. So Look at that. I can fill a minute. Any hole. We are back. Uh, this is the last half an hour of the Dryspell cast. Thank you for joining in. Uh, yeah, we were talking about games and news in the gaming industry. And more games. Overwatch, have you heard of that game? No. Okay, it's, uh, it's a pretty bad game. Terrible. It's really bad. Uh, so South Korea won the Overwatch World Cup. Congrats. It's the second year in a row. Yeah. So good job. good job to them. Uh, but that leads really into the better news of Overwatch. So we've talked about this before. The Overwatch League. It's like the actual official, not eSports thing, but like an actual like league. I mean, it's an eSports e e league. But not like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's not like an independent group. It's, yeah. like, it's like Blizzard's set up league like mlb or nfl or something like that where there's actual yeah. teams and stuff it's the owl overwatch yes yes overwatch league owl owl uh it has two divisions the atlantic and the pacific yep and uh which is i i don't know how they're gonna do that with all around the teams all around the world so they did it they just split it up kind of like atlantic is the eastern states Plus, um, 
like the London team, and I think there was one more on that side. And then what was that the, Beijing team, right, or something like that? Well, that's the Pacific. That's team. Pacific side. Pacific, oh, obviously, right? As uh, the there's a couple Asian teams, and then like the LA teams, and I think there's a Vegas team. It was the Vegas team, LA team, Boston team. Well, I guess they'd be on. There's the, the I think that's the Texas team. How many teams are there? It was like a good number, right? Eight, eight more? Twelve? Twelve? I think I think it's about right. I think there's six on both sides. So I'm sure it'll grow eventually. Yeah. And, I mean, as of right now, they have, like, one venue. Uh, they play all of their matches in L.A. at the Blizzard venue or whatever, the Blizzard arena. So, uh, so do you want to explain the matches? You're the one that was brought all this up to me. I can kind of explain it. I... Uh, Basically, they're going to play four days a week Wednesday, the entire season. Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday. Each day is going to have three matches, right? I Didn't I put it on there? No. Oh. But anyways, so every day is going to have a specific set of matches. I think it's three or four. And... Each team is, I would say it's four because that adds up with the math here. In yeah, a second. each team is going to play 20 matches in their division and then 20 matches outside of their division. So that makes sense for four because then you... Oh, so four days a week, three, 12 teams. There you go. We did it. You can math. I, I can has math. So... Yeah, I think it's cool. It's the first like big organization like this that I feel is like this well structured. Yeah, and you're jumping on the LA team, right? One of them, yes. Kay. I think I'm gonna uh, root for the Immortals. I'm going for the Boston team. Cool, for, for reasons. Sure, I I don't think they're great reasons, but well, so people are saying the LA team is gonna like probably be the best from the get go. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't know too much about the players and stuff. If it was Dota, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know. I know what's going on. You, you know, I don't know either. I, I haven't researched this at all. Maybe I will. I mean, I have a little Maybe bit. Maybe I'll read the team's descriptions enough. and pick my favorite. Yeah. And not just go off by assumptions that because my sister lives in boston and works for the guy who owns this team so right that's like yeah i mean sure that's that's literally my basis of picking the boston team i mean at some point you just have to like it's when people are like oh you have no reasons to like the sports team well what do you have yeah like at a certain point you just have to pick a team and go for it yeah unless you have a team in town i live in boise idaho i don't have any professional teams mm -hmm. so like, so we, I just have to pick one. Yeah, I grew up a like Denver Broncos fan, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Denver fan. It's like I'm an quote unquote L.A. Dodgers fan. That's only to spite someone, but yeah, but, you, but at a certain point, I had just had to choose. But now you actually are kind of a Dodgers fan. Yeah, I mean, I watch games here and there, right? I mean, it's over now, and for like a solid like two months before they decide that baseball needs to happen again, but. Yeah, baseball is quick. The off season's like really fast because they already start playing in like March for spring ball. Oh well, moving on. So yeah, Overwatch League. More details are coming out. When does the league start? Do you know? Is I there in January. So it's coming up. 
I think it runs like January through July. So six, like six months. Yeah. Which okay. sounds like a sport. That sounds like, yeah, typical. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I look forward to that. Um, I'm assuming those get played on ESPN or what? No. I think all of it's going to be on Twitch. Okay. Well, that's fine. Maybe too. they will set up an ESPN deal. I know ESPN was interested in them at one point, especially for like the championships. That would totally make sense. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think the dates are out exactly when the championships are going to be. I don't remember them off the top of my head. Like I said, I believe they're in July. And I know like it's a million-dollar prize pool for that. Wow. And they have like a breakdown of exactly how much each like place is going to get and stuff. Uh, so, And I don't know how that's going to exactly work because... They're all paid salaries, so I don't know. Maybe it's a bonus or something. Yeah, I'm sure something like it's that. Like, it's like when you win the Super Bowl, you just get a bonus. Right, because you're paid a salary already. Uh, cool. And then you can smelt your ring for like an extra 400 bucks. Nice. Uh, yeah. StarCraft Two is going free to play, which I'm not surprised. Yes, the Wings of Liberty campaign and co-op stuff. Great. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, when did StarCraft Two come out? 2009 or something. Yeah, it's been a while. And because, you know, StarCraft was, some consider maybe the original eSport. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're talking like original StarCraft, especially like even to this day, if you go to Korea, they're still playing StarCraft. gigantic. Yeah. And well, I, I had a friend from high school who was so into StarCraft. And, like, when number two came out, he, like, was just freaking out. Like, oh, my God. Like, like wow. Yeah. I and so I think, like, maybe this will lead to a resurgence in StarCraft interest. Because I remember playing the first one, like, forever ago. Like, when my brother and I were, like, Well, they just released that remastered version. Well, I mean, this was, like, I mean, I played it, like, when mm -hmm. I was probably 10 or 12 years old and it was so fun i liked it a lot and i don't know i have like the the free version when they just re released that i've never played it to be honest i need to pick up the hd version of that the hd version came out this last summer yes so not too long ago it was, uh, like, it's it, was like like it was like august yeah. when it came out so yeah i mean starcraft's cool starcraft 2 probably cool i heard i haven't really heard any bad things about it i think it was pretty well received in yeah. the StarCraft community. Yeah, for sure. And I think like it'll be super interesting to see if that it does lead to some kind of resurgence in interest, especially as StarCraft as like an eSport. Yeah, I mean I know there are groups who still do it, for sure. Oh for sure. Yeah. And those South Koreans, they know how to play eSports. We got the Overwatch now, two years in a row. <sighs> a lot of people thought it was gonna be Brazil. Yeah, really, I I wasn't really following. Like it at all. the South American team, like did really super well for a long time. Mm. All right, let's. Uh, we have to go at least some Nintendo news every week. We haven't had much today. No, not a ton. But the Miiverse, Miiverse is dead, guys. They killed it as of one a.m. Eastern Pacific time. This morning. <laughs> Eastern Pacific? That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, the Miiverse is dead. And I know yesterday people like went on there 
the one goodbye. last time to have like their final tribute to the the Meverse, which is I mean it's like pretty pretty cool. I mean people like that stuff, I guess. Mostly cartoon penises. That's so, the Meverse. That's good. Um, it's it's weird how people can get so nostalgically attached to something like that. Um, I just never see I don't that think like thing. ever like attack like just giving people free reign to draw things and put it on the internet super easily, especially like where kin- kids can go. I don't think that's ever a good idea. No, no. <laughs> so <laughs> no. Goodbye, Meverse. Uh, you had your you had your time, but it's it was time for you to die. To put you to sleep forever. Puts you to sleep forever. Forever. You can go join Club Penguin in the sky. Oh. Speaking of, uh, actually, that, that's not even anything. Moving on. Xbox. The Xbox One X just recently released. It did. Like, this week. Yeah. People are receiving their... Uh, their Xbox One X Project Scorpio editions. Mm-hmm. And it's not really working. So I I, th- I don't know how widespread this problem actually is. I haven't heard about it until like right in here. But, but a but lot of people are, or I don't actually even know a lot, but some people are experiencing problems where when you try to launch a game, it loads the game and then just just kills the console. And that's as far as you can get. It's a console launch. Yeah. This happens. But when you launch a console at $500, that shouldn't happen. I'm just saying. Like, when you're like, this is the best, most powerful console, like, you should have tested for, like, issues like this. Like, how did this So, hold on. I'm just going to throw out there, um, as somebody who bought the original Xbox, Mm -hmm. they have released things for substantial amounts of money. That died yeah. at a very early age. Red, red ring of death, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, that, like, to a crazy extent, yeah. where, like, uh, there's this really fascinating, like, interviews and stuff you can read about or, like, listen to where they talk about after they launched the Xbox, they had to have, like, midnight meetings. Like, all of the, like, lead people at Xbox went over to one of their houses and sat in the basement and thought and like brainstormed how how are we going to fix this problem yeah because wasn't it like 87 percent of all the original Xboxes something crazy died like, like what so it can happen it can happen I, I understand like if this is a simple firmware patch that was like boom uh no problem but if it's like a whatever ma- like if it's like a hardware thing that like keeps like just turning itself off and that's an issue. It I is. I mean, this is not what the X. This is not what Xbox needed to like. Really, Microsoft did not need this. No, because they were banking so much on this Xbox. And if it if it does this, I don't know the numbers, so I can't really like say. But you're saying, I mean, if it's enough people like where there are complaints, like that could be an issue. Yeah, and I think I think there's a lot of hype around this console. I think there's more than I thought there was going to be, it, and it sold it sold more than I think they expected. Yeah, I. I'm a member of some Facebook groups of like a lot of people that play video games and 
a lot of people are posting about getting their consoles. And I haven't seen much on this failing issue, uh, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. So it very well could just be a couple of consoles have an issue. Yeah, it's like when the iPhones came out a couple years ago and like the batteries would have a random chance of exploding. And they're like, oh, the iPhone, it blows up. But it was like six cases. Or like when the new iPhones came out and they were bending. Right. But it was like in the pockets. It yes. was like four people who had it in their back pocket and sat on it. Right. Kind of thing. And like and then there was the note that uh had the same kind of battery problem that the iPhone did. Yeah. But it got enough like viral media that the TSA banned it on there. Oh, it's great. Flights. Well, I think the note was a l- had a l- higher chance of blowing up. Same batteries. But same exact batteries. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Sam's- Every everything you carry around in your pocket has the chance of blowing up. Yes. So, technology's weird. It's unpredictable. Lithium ion. It is. It's hard to predict. I think hard to predict things like this. And maybe it it's is. just a couple isolated. It's impossible. Incidents. Yeah, it's a couple, maybe it's a couple isolated incidents that this is happening in mass productive or mass produced consumer electronics have a very good chance of having failures for a significant portion of them. Because even with quality control, there's only so much you can do to check every single thing you release. Mm -hmm. And with that, we are going to take a short break. This will be our last break, actually. So we will be back with the last part of our show. Welcome back. Uh, this is the last part of our show. We just have just a few minutes left, and we got one more news story to cover, and then we have some email questions to cover as well. Boom. Boom. We did it. Uh, Telltale Games. I'm sure you've heard of them. They make a game every two, two weeks, I feel <laughs> yes. like. Uh, they are they laid off 25% of their employees, which ended up being 90 people. It's quite a, that's a lot That's a of lot. People. I didn't realize Telltale was like that big of a studio but i'm not surprised because they'd really do like release a game like every month yes like they have the like bat or i guess like not game but like that's inherent in the way they run their business i mean the batman minecraft walking dead wolf among us they had borderlands game of thrones like they have a lot of games and several of the games you just listed off have had releases in the last two weeks yes like (laughs) crazy so i mean i'm actually honestly surprised that they're having layoffs but i mean it hits every industry uh Got some quotes here. Uh, More competitive as a developer and publisher of groundbreaking story-driven gaming experiences with an emphasis on high quality in the years ahead. So, I don't know. What do you get from that? I guess the point of that is if they fire a bunch of people or lay off a bunch of people, they will focus more on specific games and fewer games so that they're better quality yeah i don't know i i because i feel like i feel like they had so many games out there like it was hard because like obviously they came out with i think wolf among us was the first one they came out with and people loved it and then the walking dead was right following right after am i right i don't know i think it's i think this is my timeline's okay then Walking Dead came out, and that was really what put them on the map. Like people love that game. Yeah, I mean they're already on their. You know they finished season two. I think they're on season three now, of that. Uh, 
then the Game of Thrones one and Tales from the Borderlands came out, which I played. I have the season passes for both those seasons, and I only played the first episode of either one. But I think they just got people just got like too inundated with uh, Telltale games because they have so many now, like Batman and Minecraft, and I don't know. That but was their thing: buy rights to an IP and making make a walking sim to it. Uh, so we got. Quote from their CEO here saying, Our industry has shifted in a tremendous way over the past few years. Uh, from Telltale CEO Pete Howley. Howley? Whatever. I don't know. The, the realities of the environment we are facing moving forward demand we evolve as well, reorient and organize with a focus on delivering fewer but better games with a smaller team. There we go. I think that was the issue. They were releasing too many games that people weren't buying. That's exactly what that meant. So they're going to cut That was just a nice way of putting that. Yeah. So they're going to cut it down. Because I know these episodic games like sell well. Like lo- it life depends. Is, it totally depends. Life on is the strange game. was very popular. Obviously, The Walking Dead was hugely popular for them. But I think at, I was I literally like thought about this like months ago. Like there's just so many Telltale games out there. Minecraft, the story. Yeah, that needed not to exist. I don't know. I whatever. Just Minecraft. Everything Minecraft. All right. Well. That does it for news this week. But we do actually have a question that we received during our show. Welcome to the email portion of the show. Yes. So we have a question from Bryce, friend of the show. Yes. uh, This is from Bryce with the subject line, binge me, baby, one more time. Great. Bryce asks, guys, what game have you guys each put the most hours into? Cheers. Bryce, um, that's that's interesting. That's a really tough question. I have, I have a few in here for that. Yes, um, I think probably total hours spent on an individual game has to go to one of the Halos or Call of Duty Four. I I can throw probably Call of Duty Four on my list. Uh, I got. Pretty much everything Bethesda's released since Fallout Three, minus Fallout Four. So yeah. I guess, or so I, Oblivion can be in there. Fallout Three can be in there. Skyrim's definitely in there. Oblivion's I, up there for me I too. I have several hundred hours in Skyrim, which I think when I last told it before I even got the Legendary Edition, like on the PS3, I think I totally total hit six hundred hours between all the characters I've made and lost. I feel like for me, Oblivion's definitely on there too. Um, yeah. For sure. I know Witcher, I hit over 100 hours. I think that's like that's like the mark. Over 100 hours is like the big mark, I feel like. I don't know. Um, Destiny, I had over a month of playtime in that game. Good God. But I think one of the games I played the most, Civilization V. I, cause I used to play it on my brother's team account because we just shared it. And between the two of us, we racked up like 600 hours. And then I ended up buying it on my own a couple years ago. And I'm over 200 on that. On my okay. I mean, I, I have several hundred hours into CF5. I mean, it's not hard to do that, to be honest. No. Um, recently, the games I've put a lot of time in, I just saw this Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm at 60 hours. Okay. Saw that last night. Uh, Assassin's Creed, I'm already at 30, and I can see myself going for a lot more, too. So, But, I mean, that's... 
Nowadays, it's tough for me to pass 20. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm the completionist person who will do everything. So, like, it's not weird for me to get. I know I fell asleep with The Witcher on a couple of times because that has a ridiculous hour count for me. I looked at it once. I was like, good. Oh, you, because you left it on one day or like for like a couple days. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, you you need to beat that one too, but you'll never will. Nah, I never I will. will. I actually deleted all the like all of my stuff. Bummer. I still haven't beat the final expansion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoops. Maybe one of these days I'll go back Christmas break or something. We'll do that. Yeah. So thank you, Bryce, for that question. What What are games oh. that you want to put a ton of hours into? Oh, like that I currently own, or like why want to sure. buy, or what you want to buy, whatever. Choose your own adventure. I don't know because I feel like the games that I like own, that I want to put time in. I do put time in when I have the when I have the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't like. I'm not actively trying to like get the most time in a game. I'm just I'm trying to beat the game, and just the way I play games, it just generally takes me. Especially style of games like The Witcher and Dragon Age and this new Assassin's Creed and Horizon. It'll take me. 20, 30, 40, 50 plus hours to do all that, to do everything that I want to do in the games. I don't know. It's. I think one that pops out to me for this year is Nier. I really yeah, want... Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to pick up Nier and... Because I want to get, like, multiple of the endings, right? At least A through, like, E or F. Yeah. So. That's it. Yeah. I think about, does I mean, it, I don't know, for us this week. So, games coming out this week, really, till our next show. Super Lucky's Tale came out yesterday for right. Xbox One and the PC. I heard nothing about that. That's not a good sign. It's all about Bubsy. It's essentially Bubsy. Bad. Maybe better. Probably not. Bad. Um, Sonic Forces came out yesterday. I heard bad things I've about I've heard bad that. things. I heard one of the good things, like your, the character creator thing. And then it just shouldn't have happened. I, I want to create my own hedgehog. Look like, at that. That runs real, real fast. Yeah. I did actually get to play some Sonic Mania because you brought it over, and it's fun. I like it. Game's good. It's good. If you want to buy a Sonic game, buy Sonic Mania. There you go. Cause all the Hot other take. Because all the other ones are real, real bad. Uh, Doom comes oh, yeah, out for the Switch, Switch on the 10th. It's a pretty big deal for the Switch, C. I think. It's a good game that I we've talked about a lot and I need to beat. And probably the big game for all the consoles coming out is Need for Speed Payback. Right. Um, I am still on the fence about this one. Yeah, no. I like Need for Speed games. How much do you like Fast and Furious? That's what this is. It's literally a Fast and Furious simulator. And <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Because what they showed off is like you're like heisting and stuff like that. I'm like, what happened to like the good old Need for Speed when you're just like a street underground street racer? That was a good time. So you can mod your car and have put neon and hydraulics and you know it's good. Like underground too. Great game. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite racing games of all time. All right. Well, that about does it for us this week. Sweet. So thank you, Bryce, for participating. Everyone else, Bryce. you're dead to I'm just kidding. Uh, you're dead to me. If you would like to reach out to us throughout the week, you can do that through our email. Social media. It's this hot new craze taking over the world. Hot new craze since 2007. Uh, 
follow us on Facebook, on Twitter. Email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you hate our show, let us know. If you don't hate our show, please let us know. I'm cool with either. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, cool. So thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week.